Hello, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I just want to hop on and give a really short episode talking about why you need to work on your accent and pronunciation in English. A lot of my students are already pretty advanced English speakers, and maybe some of them think that they aren't, but really they are. So if you can understand me speaking at this kind of speed, which is a totally normal, natural pace, and I'm a pretty quick speaker as it is, you probably have a pretty high level of English. If you're one of my students, you probably have a pretty high level of English. So why, if you have a high level of English and most people understand you, would you need to work on your accent or pronunciation? That's the question I usually get. Most people say, well, they can understand me, so what do I really need to change, right? And my answer to that is that when you speak in another language that's not your own, and even in your own language, when you first open your mouth and speak to someone, your accent and pronunciation is your first impression in that language. So if you are not a native English speaker, the first time you ever speak with someone, how you sound when you speak is the thing that will form their impression about how fluent you are in English. Even if that's not true, let's just imagine that you're a second language English speaker and you have a very high level. You're like a level C2. You have a certification on the IELTS and everything. And you have amazing grammar, amazing vocabulary. You know how to use all kinds of constructions. You've, you've passed this test, so you're just like totally super fluent in English. You understand everything you hear. But if you have a very thick foreign accent, people will judge you based on that. And I'm not saying that that's acceptable. I'm not saying that this is a good thing, but it is the reality. So when you open your mouth and speak, the first thing that forms a person's opinion about you and your level of English is how you sound, not what you say. So it doesn't matter if you conjugate every verb correctly, if you use some very high advanced vocabulary words, it doesn't really matter if you have a strong accent because a native speaker, when they speak with you, if that native speaker of English is not used to talking with a lot of foreigners, maybe they don't have, maybe they don't live in a city that has a lot of immigration. And so most of the people they spend time with are also native English speakers. If they hear you speak and hear that accent, because of that lack of content, context, or sorry, because of the lack of contact, they might not understand that accent is not always um, an indicator of fluency because someone can be very fluent without having a quote unquote native accent. Someone can be very fluent and still have a strong accent, but some people might not know that, especially if they are native speakers who aren't in contact with foreigners very often. So that native speaker could hear you speak, hear that strong foreign accent and think, Hmm, this person must not really speak English even if that's wrong. Again, I'm not saying it's correct. I'm not saying it's okay that they judge this way, but this is the reality of the situation. I'm going to give an example regarding my second language, which is Spanish. So this next part is going to be in Spanish, but don't worry. After that, I'm going to switch back to Spanish and explain it again in English. So if you're not a Spanish speaker, I'm going to say this again in English after, but for my Spanish speakers, I want to explain a little bit. Entonces, yo soy hispanohablante no nativa. Es mi segundo idioma. Obviamente soy angloparlante nativa. Pero siento que a pesar de que todavía tengo un acento cuando hablo español, siento que he trabajado suficientemente en mi pronunciación y acento en el español para tener un acento, pues, 
más o menos bueno. O sea, siento que eh, es notable que he hecho ese esfuerzo. Entonces, pero imaginemos la situación contraria. Imaginemos que yo abriera la boca y hablara con un acento muy fuerte y marcado en el español. Por ejemplo, si en lugar de decir, hola, ¿cómo estás? Si yo dijera, hola, ¿cómo estás? Pues eso, con solamente tres palabras, forma completamente la opinión que la otra persona va a tener de mi nivel de español. No importa qué nivel realmente tenga. Con esas tres palabras y cómo las digo, eso completamente forma la opinión que va a tener sobre mi nivel de español. Y no es, pues sí es como juzgar un poco eh, y tener como prejuicios, pero al mismo tiempo es completamente natural porque normalmente estamos acostumbrados a escuchar nuestro propio idioma y cuando escuchamos un sonido, un, una manera de hablar que no encaja en eso, como que provoca una reacción. Entonces, so, si yo hablara así, pensarían que no tengo un nivel muy alto de español. So, now I'm going to switch back to English. What I was saying is that Spanish is my second language, and I have, um, I mean, I know that I still have an accent. I know I don't sound like a native speaker, but I think that I've worked sufficiently in my pronunciation, or sorry, on my pronunciation and on my um, accent in Spanish to have an accent that sounds pretty good when I speak Spanish. It doesn't sound so noticeably foreign. I know that if you listen to me, you can still hear that I'm not a native speaker, but it doesn't sound really, really strong like some other people might have when they speak Spanish as a second language. But I was saying that if I opened my mouth and spoke to a brand new person who had never spoken with me before and spoke Spanish with a very strong accent, that would completely form the person's opinion about my level of Spanish. So let's take these three words. Hola, ¿cómo estás? That means, hi, how are you? If I say it like this, hola, ¿cómo estás? Then, you know, I don't think there will be really a lot of doubts about my ability to speak Spanish. But if I said it with a very strong accent, if I said, hola, ¿cómo estás? This would really change the opinion someone has with only three words about my level of Spanish. And yeah, I mean, I guess that is judging. They're judging me based on this. They're judging me based on my characteristics of how I speak. And it's maybe like, you know, having um, stereotypes or, you know, predetermining something about me. But it's pretty natural that we do this. We are used to hearing our native language spoken by other native speakers. And so when we hear a sound or a way of speaking that's really different than what we're used to, it kind of disrupts this flow that we're used to hearing. So um, again, if I, with, with only three words, I could totally change the opinion someone has about my level of Spanish. If I say those three words with a good accent, they think, oh, okay. And they just continue to have a conversation with me. Now here's the really important part. Having a strong accent in a foreign language can actually hinder or impede or slow down your ability to improve in this language. What do I mean? So if I had a really strong accent in Spanish and I spoke with someone, they would react thinking, mm, this girl doesn't really speak Spanish very well. And therefore they would feel slightly discouraged from having a conversation with me in Spanish. 
right? So if they heard me say, hola, como estas, they would think, ooh, she doesn't really speak Spanish. It doesn't matter. I could have amazing Spanish. But if my accent sounds like that, they're not going to believe it. And then that's going to mean that they aren't going to feel nearly as inclined to have a conversation with me. And having conversations with native speakers, that's how we improve our second language or third language or any foreign language that we're learning. So if you're an English learner and you feel like you know a lot of vocabulary, you know how to form all of the different kinds of phrases, phrasal verbs, idioms, and all of these things to express yourself, you understand everything that you hear. But when it comes to speaking, you have a very strong foreign accent. I personally say that there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having a foreign accent. But we live in a world where having that accent is going to form the opinion that someone else has about your level of English. And that can actually cause problems in the sense that a native English speaker, if they hear your thick accent, they might think, hmm, I'm not sure if this person will really understand me if we speak. And they might not have, might not be as willing to have conversations with you. Same as the example I gave with myself in Spanish. And so that's why regardless of how good your English is, there's probably room to improve in your accent and pronunciation. And it's so, so, so important to do. Honestly, I think that pronunciation really is more important than a lot of other things. So a lot of people try to learn the spelling of words before they learn how to pronounce those words. And I think it should actually be the opposite because if you know how to spell a word, well, let's go in reverse. If you know how to pronounce a word and you pronounce it perfectly, but you aren't really sure how to spell it, it's not such a big problem and it definitely won't hinder your communication in face-to-face -face conversations. But if you know how to spell a word perfectly but don't really pronounce it very well, it's going to cause a lot more problems in being understood by the person that you're speaking with. So pronunciation, I think, should be considered more important than a lot of the other skills that we spend a lot of time focusing on. Most language schools completely focus on grammar, vocabulary, and just drilling these things over and over, like learning as much vocabulary as possible, studying as many grammar rules as possible, and pronunciation is sort of an afterthought. But it should actually be the first thing, because when we're children, when we're babies and learning how to speak, pronunciation is also the first thing. We start by mimicking and imitating the people around us and how they speak. And we should do the same when we are adults and learning another language. So if you've been hesitating or putting learning or putting um, improving your pronunciation or accent on the back burner, which is an idiom in English to put something on the back burner, this means to have something that you know is important and you know you should do it or work on it, but you just keep pushing it back and postponing it and not really focusing on it, that's to put something on the back burner. If you've been putting your pronunciation and accent on the back burner, now is the moment to take another step to improve that and therefore improve your ability to communicate with native speakers and improve your overall English fluency. If you're interested in finding out how you can improve your accent and pronunciation, please subscribe to my newsletter. My newsletter is where you can find all kinds of information about how to work with me. I only publish a newsletter once a month, so your inbox will not be flooded with a ton of spam from me. Just once a month, you will get some kind of update about what I'm offering right now in my business, um, some advice and information that can help you. There's lots of free resources as well if you sign up for my newsletter. 
And most importantly, I am planning very soon to start having some free workshops. If you want to participate in these free workshops, you need to be subscribed to my newsletter so that you can um, find out when I will be having these free workshops so that you can attend. Again, um, let me provide the information. Okay, to subscribe to my newsletter, go to linktree.com. That's L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E dot C-O-M slash Meredith Spielman, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H-S-P-I-E-L-M-A-N. You can also find the link in my in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.